Hi, Jen Dunn. Hey, James. Okay. Hey, Tabs. Hi, Tabs. Hi. I wish I could record this right now. She's standing in front of the TV watching I wish I could. the stars, waiting for Joder to come on and dancing with the dance. Oh, you're doing a great job. You get a 10. 10 out of 10. That panel up. 10 out of 10. There's not really anyone on this time, like Brian Austin Green and some all has beens, but <laughs> that chick from the office. The office ends. Um, yeah. Where'd you meet Brian Austin Green? At a um, World of Wheels show. What is that? A car show. Where you go? Oh. Like, it's actually dreadful. It's actually <laughs> it's, But he was there, so I I went with you. Well, he's hot. Wait, a the bunch hot of guys, guys going to see cars. Like, I love you that. Gonna see that guy from 90210. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's just make this podcast us watching Kaya watch Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Yes. She's Hang dancing on, at the TV. It's the cutest thing ever. I, I love know. you, Mom. Yeah. I love you so much. We love you too. We love you so much too. Love you. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Hello, and thank you for taking a seat at the table. Series six, episode two. Tonight, we're going to talk about taking our kids out into the community. Seated at the table with me tonight is Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. Rachel Flanagan. Hey. Jamie Ramos. Hi. Kim McIsaac. Hi. And I'm Jen Dunn. Rachel, would you like to get us started tonight? I would love to, you know, when I think about taking Seely out and about, I feel like I've not graduated from a diaper bag, like process to prepare. I have all the extras, like my car is, there's a swim bag because like in case mermaid, it has the sunscreen in it. It has a baby powder. That's how we get the sand off Minnesota. It has two beach towels and like a shovel. There's another bag that will be winter that like it's traded in. I've got like prepped kind of stuff, partially because I don't have a better place to put it when it's like come inside. So I just like clean it and shovel it back into the spot, but it's COVID. So we don't go out too much. We have limited access just because safety plus Sealy safety, like, you know, the pandemic in addition to doing our thing and keeping her safe anyway so we bring like a bag of tricks like mary poppins style and then recently gosh it's like hard to start in the middle Celie at five gained a whole bunch of weight and she was having like leg cramp issues and stuff and i feel like in the same way that snow pants keep a kid slow like it slowed her to like have less mobility and so she would dart off less now she has because of a med change lost a ton of weight she is like forward leaning when she runs and she just hauls until she decides to turn i mean it's just something so recently out and about for us has been including and sort of testing out the idea of using a wheelchair because it's a way to keep her contained which allows us to go to the, into the community and then let her get out and enjoy the things without being so overwhelmed by the sensory or like, you know, not stimulated or whatever. Anyhow, that's, I, I don't know. We, we just need like all of these accommodations and I'm kind of the mom too, that has to call ahead, go early. We talk about dinner at three and breakfast at 11 
or 6 a.m. You know, like we go before the crowds. Well, and you can't like go in blind. You have to know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I I always joke that I get like a footprint of the place. So I know where the closest exits are. Yes. In case of an emergency. Yeah. Being my child. RPO, like my dream corner of a restaurant is the corner that's furthest from the door, but also furthest from the restroom. So you're not like on the line of traffic and distraction constantly. Like put me in the opposite from the front door corner and let me face out and her face like backwards. So she's got a booth only and we have like the whole eye like an eagle. What about you, Jane? We're kind of in a okay place with going out in the community. When Jesse was younger, it was a lot harder. I definitely had a diaper bag backpack full of everything. Now I can bring less stuff, but it depends on where we're going. But like Rach being prepared and like taking into account, like, are we going somewhere with food? How long is the food going to take? Because I need to probably bring pre-food <laughs> to the food if there is food. There's um, like fast food and slow food too. Like yes. applesauce quick, Cheerios slow. It was like recently we went to this like concert in the park and they have all the food trucks and they do those a lot in our area. And the lines are always insane. And I didn't think ahead of that because it's like waiting in line waiting for food. And then when we're out together as like a family unit, one of his biggest things is that we're all together. Like separating is really hard for him. We can't have a situation. Well, we can, but we really have to talk through and work it. We're like, we've left something in the car and I have to run and get it. Or my husband has to run and get it. We're always like together. So it's like being as prepared as possible. And of course, like I have no brain because I don't sleep. So I forget stuff all the time and have to figure it out. But as prepared as you can, if you've ever gone to a restaurant, like kids cups are great, but have you been to one where like they ran out of the kids cups and they're just trying to give you a regular oh a cup God. for your kid? <laughs> yeah. So I always keep disposable like lid cups in my bag. Like this is the most <laughs> random things that like I rarely ever use. But like if you like yeah. pulled me over, went through my bag and be like, what is this crazy lady doing? My daughter, who's three, we still use a stroller for her. And Jesse's like right at 50 pounds, which is the like maximum weight for most strollers. And we've had several situations where we take her out of the stroller and put him in if he's having a really hard time. And that is something that I'm scared about going in the future. Cause we won't have that. We're kind of shifting to a wagon. Um, cause he needs his own space sometimes in that exact situation at the food truck. He started having a meltdown about something. I knew he was probably hungry and the waiting and all that. And so we put him in the stroller. His headphones are a must. He it took us a long time to get him used to headphones, but he's very sensitive to sound, but now they're like a comfort for him. And also they're kind of a thing I could throw on my kid. I'm always like, do you need your headphones? He's like, yes, I don't put them on just for vanity, but it signals to a lot of people. Hey, this mm-hmm. is probably autism. And that it does help. It helps take away a lot of the judgment and stares. I'm getting to a place where I'm kind of like over that. I don't even care anymore, but sometimes it is like heartbreaking when you look up and around and everyone's staring at you. So things sometimes that signal like, Hey, this is us out in the community and this is why get over it. Yeah. Another thing, like just things that come for him. We bring him always like, if we go to like amusement park or when we go to Disney there, we definitely get a stroller for him that he can sit in. Um, but we always bring like some sort of stuffed animal and he's usually not too particular what it is. As long as we deem that his comfort thing. So we're like, do you need your comfort? Do you need this? And just like, I don't know, I'm, I guess overall in the community, I'm like on it. I'm checking everything out. 
like Rach, I look out before we're going, I'm not good about calling ahead. I'm not good about asking for accommodations. I think we've talked about that stuff before. I usually make my husband do that, but I am like really big on like foreseeing every need he could possibly have or anything that could lead to a situation that I don't want to be in. And I don't want my kid to suffer. It's hard for him to go out. And so I want to make it as easy as possible for him. So and it's smooth. Just, yes. Yeah. And smooth. Cause I want us all to enjoy it. I want my daughter yes. to enjoy it. I want us all to have fun. And if we're spending a crap ton of money, like at Disney or somewhere big, it's like, I would like not to pay $500 today for a meltdown and a going back to the hotel. Go to the hotel early. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kimmy? You're a few years ahead of us. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, out in the community has evolved tenfold over the years. It was really hard in the beginning. My husband worked a lot. So it was just me, her, and my son who was five. So I didn't have a choice but to bring her out, you know, if I needed to go to the grocery store or go to Walmart or wherever she had to come. She did well as long as we were moving. Once we stopped moving, yeah. she didn't do well. There was a lot of stairs, a lot of meltdowns. Uh, and obviously the awareness of autism wasn't really there at the time. So that was very difficult. I was always a believer in taking her out and getting her out. Even back then, we had a lot of fails, but I think they led to the successes we have now. I mean, we had times that we went to a restaurant and left. We had a lot of phases that we went through. Like she had a phase of like pinching other kids if they whined or cried. That was very difficult, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. She had a phase where she would pull fire alarms wherever we were. So that was a little bit. (laughs) I have to. This is in the house. (laughs) Yeah, Lulu. I have a question. How long do phases last when your kid is 25? Like, Looking back, are you like, oh man, that was a big two weeks. It's like, you kind of forget like, and then we'll talk about it. Like the fire alarm thing. So she just did that one time. And I mean, when I say pull a fire alarm, we were leaving. Thank God we were leaving. We're leaving the restaurant. She just ran. (laughs) She dotted, did it. I mean, the lights went out. Their emergency lights came on. (laughs) Alarms were going off. They didn't know what to do. They, the fire department had to come and shut the alarm off. And we're like, oh, thanks. Bye. Sorry. (laughs) We'll just be going along our way now. We're taking the plans too. <laughs> once, she, once she did it that one time, it became a thing because she oh, liked the reaction. God. She was like, oh, this is cool. You know? So then anywhere we were, we're like, where's the fire alarm? <laughs> so we could try to, and eventually she, you know, got over. I'd rather that than her hurting people. You know, that's one time we were at a restaurant and uh, my husband went to bring her to the bathroom and she just I don't know where dad had pinched this little boy. He's doing nothing, sitting at his little booth. He sat at screaming. My husband scurried to the bathroom and the parents like turned around. They're like, what, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And he couldn't really tell them. So we're like, oh my I God. was stung by a um, Yeah. So then he comes back and he's like, oh my God, she just pinched that little boy for like no reason. Like she just, I mean, there was a reason to her. There's something that triggered her and that would be her reaction. So that was a really rough time in the community. But like Jamie's saying, we had other kids. So like we, you know, there were soccer games. They were, they were just, there were some really bad times. And sometimes I would lick my wounds and be like, we're not doing this anymore. But um, I knew that that was the only way to get her to learn how to act in the community. So we just kept trying. We kept You're trying. Hero. And I mean, we had times where she used to love to go. We have a pond very close to us and um, it's very small, contained. It was easy to have her there, but I couldn't get her to leave. Mm-hmm. So when she, okay, when she was three, sure. I scooped her up. She kicked and screamed. Who cares? Throw her in the car seat. 
let her scream on the way home. But when she was seven and eight, I couldn't do that. I couldn't pick her up and throw her over my shoulder. Also, I had like more kids then. Um, there were times that I had to have my husband. I mean, she, I'd literally have to drag her off the sand and people, she's screaming like you're murdering her. People, yeah, people look at you like you're- You can't, child. it's hard to move her. Like she's big. It's not like yeah. she's not, I can't just scoop Plus, her up. there is a weight aside of pounds yeah. in force and momentum down- yes in rage aggression or i mean and you have to be careful on how here, it looks but it's heavy other yes. people yes if I'm i like just had to a... push her push her I... along a little bit i'm not being aggressive towards her i'm just <laughs> like, trying to like get her rolling to on go okay, <laughs> i mean there were a few times we had to stay at the pond until my husband could meet me there after work yeah. because i couldn't and there was times where i'm like i'm not i can't do this i'm not doing this anymore it's is it even worth going but she yeah. loved it so much and she did well Except for sometimes she tried to steal people's floaties, but you know, (laughs) it's normal. And it gets a little harder (laughs) when they start getting older because you, nobody gets mad at a three-year-old usually for doing, you know, nobody gets mad at a three-year-old, but when a seven or eight-year-old comes over and and touches your stuff or, you know, and she had no concept of that. She would be like, oh, I want to use this float. This looks great. She just like grab it and go. So there was a lot of times that were very trying, but I feel like we just kept doing it. And I don't know. We just kept doing it. And I don't think it ever dawned on me to, oh, like, we'll just stay in the house. Like I was young. Like I didn't have somebody to help really. Um, with yeah. those, He got home for 11 o'clock at night, like the stores were closed. So I didn't really have a choice, but to get out and do it. And now today we can obviously have her in the community. She does great at restaurants. I mean, sometimes she doesn't do good. You know, every once in a while she'll have a hard time and Sometimes you don't know what it is that like kind of bothers her, but mm-hmm. most of the time she does really well. We were at Disney and she, there was um, lightning, but there was no rain. So we had to leave because we were there for like two hours and it was like our last day of being out of park. So we're like, let's just leave and go over to Magic Kingdom from the water park. And she couldn't understand why we were leaving. So she just lost her mind because mm. we went through all this stuff to go to a water park. We're at the water park. We're waiting around, not going in the water. I think it was raining. She would understand more, but she's not understanding that we can't do anything because it was lightning. Yeah. And she had a meltdown like you wouldn't believe. And here she is like 21 screaming like somebody was killing her, like almost like ripping off her, not completely taking off her bathing suit, but like she pulls out her clothes when she gets really distressed. So she's like, Mm -hmm. she only had a bathing suit on. So she's pulling at the bathing suit. I mean, people are staring. It's just like, Oh, and my husband's like, let's go. Just keep walking. And, and my mother's going, <laughs> okay? And That's she's like, ah! it's just like these screams that you just can't even, oh my God. I'm just like, oh my God. Our biggest meltdowns living places have been water. Places. And she just didn't, I mean, I can understand from her perspective, like she doesn't yeah. have the receptive language to explain something like that to her. That's way too abstract. She's like, why are we leaving this really fun place that we didn't get to do? <laughs> you can kind of understand in the heat of the moment, it's harder to sympathize with that because she's acting, you know, and everybody's like, you know, it's yeah. kind of embarrassing. Um, I don't get embarrassed that easy anymore, but that was like, <laughs> she's like pulling out her bathing suit. So I'm just like, oh my God. It's, but like, most it's of so time- hard because you feel like every time you feel like, oh, this has got to be the most memorable. And then the next time, instead of being in that like crap situation, she's in a swimsuit now. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, oh my God, please keep that thing up, please. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It gets easier, Kimmy. I I was, 
I feel like I do this thing where I'll use my own language and direction of Seely to sort of bark to anybody that can understand any social cues whatsoever. I'm like, okay, Seely, so we're going to have safe bodies. Who's the kid in front of you in line? He's wearing a blue swimsuit. Who's behind you? We're going to stay in front of these people. Like, you know, like I just go extra real loud. If you can but I want to attack people when they start staring because I'm already so agitated. Yes. Oh, yes. And like, I can't take it out on her because it's just going to make the situation worse. So you have to be very patient with her and oh. try to be very like calm voice. And the second you're not, she, it just kind of makes everything worse. So when there's some person staring at you, like this is a grown woman screaming like a banshee. Obviously there's something that's not... <laughs> You know, hundred percent here. It's not a three-year-old. Like, okay, they're a spoiled brat. Like, obviously, you can tell that there's something. And then I just want to attack people because it's not even them, really. Yes. It's just really the situation. But I get so oh, <laughs> don't get make so direct eye contact with me. I, don't. I'm like, I'm like, go ahead, say something, do it. <laughs> yes. I'm like, people never seen someone cry before. <laughs> <laughs> now, before I wouldn't do that because before I'd be mortified. I'd be, I'd be so mortified oh, and I, overwhelmed that I would yeah. like. I wouldn't do that, but like now I, I don't care now, but I um, make people wonder like, is that a difference or is that mom crazy? And that little girl is learning from her, uh, Stop yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she does really good now. Um, she does really good. You know, once in a while, something might trigger her, but for the most mm-hmm. part, she, and she, Jamie does the same thing with what you were saying with Jesse. She doesn't like when we separate. So sometimes, sometimes it doesn't bother her though. So it's just like a weird thing. Um, yeah. This happened to us not that long ago. Oh, we were, so we went, uh, we went away for the weekend and we stayed in an Airbnb for two nights. And then we, the last night we switched to a hotel. Well, I'm not sure if she just didn't like the downgrade <laughs> or... <laughs> exactly what it was but I think she got confused because we were going into the hotel and my husband was taking the car and bringing it around the back so he could bring our stuff in and I think she thought he was leaving and once that happened it just escalated and it was it's really hard to get her back down when she gets to that point Um, but she does she does sometimes she doesn't like when we separate but sometimes like you can and it's fine like it just I just don't think she understands sometimes when that's happening, like where the other people are going. And then I'm like, oh, you can go with daddy. And then she's like, no. <laughs> like, okay, note to self, next time, do not separate. Everybody <laughs> will drive her up back. <laughs> but it was already the change of going to a different place and, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Well, but- it's good to know that um, it'll get easier. And, and we've so you're everywhere. way at the other end of the 24 plus now. And Tabs, yeah, you know, yeah what about your babes we it depends on the place really for us Mm -hmm. like it's it's hard for the four of us to go uh, somewhere together it's really hard because then it's one-on-one one kid to one kid our kids have different troubles in public so generally what happens is one of them's fine and the other one is having a hard time or vice versa like Nora has a lot of issues with sounds loud places, unfamiliar places. Nixon's more kind of go with the flow, but he gets overstimulated by a lot of activity or people. So like this weekend, we went to the trampoline park, which our daughter loved, absolutely loved. It was loud. There were lots of people. There was so much sensory input. Like she's a seeker of that for sure. But Nixon, you could tell after about 20 minutes, he was like, this is, it's too much 
people too much sound and it wasn't even that many people it was just like action moving near him and balls and volume music and there's fans and stuff there too like fans drive Seely crazy unless she knows where their origin and like how it's gonna move yeah and so generally we have if we're going the four of us it's usually a place of water because we know they're both be interested in it someplace Mm -hmm. that's secured where we're not like following one one direction and the other direction a place we know or we've taken one of them to the place before so we know what it looks like on the inside and if we can manage have a good test them. run yeah test run but Nixon had a huge problem leaving places when he was little it was terrible I mean like really hard because he didn't I think like Alyssa he didn't comprehend what we were doing Like you couldn't prompt him to say, okay, in five minutes, we're going to leave. He did not understand that at all. So when I was about eight months pregnant with Nora, I was like, where can I take my kid on the weekend? Nick was like working overtime or something where it's going to be closed because I can't climb up someplace and get him out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, where I can entice him to leave when it's time to leave. So I'm like, okay, McDonald's, like at least if it's at McDonald's, I can ask one of the workers if he decides to stay at the top to like go in and get him, you know? So we go to McDonald's, especially as a pregnant lady. Like, yeah, I was huge. Yeah. I was like oh. almost bursting at that point with Bring the baby. Bring you some fries with that kid when you yeah. come down. <laughs> so we got food. It was fine. He was playing around with some other kids. He came down and I was like, okay, you're down. Time to leave. Like, <laughs> I don't have to ask anyone to get you down. Yeah, I think he for more French fries. Lunch is in a box. Let's yeah. roll. And I and I was going great. I, I think what he thought is we were going to get more food or another drink. And so we had to pass the counter to get to the front door. So by the time we get to the front door, he's like laying on the ground. I'm huge. He's heavy. I can't pick him up. And there's like all these people circling in and out of McDonald's like, like trying to like kind of shuffle him out the door with my pregnant (laughs) self. And like this one guy was standing there. I'm like, can you open the door? I'm like screaming at him. Open the door. Open the door, man. Help me out. And Nixon's like just dead weight in front of the door. I'm like, I'm going to end up on YouTube. I'm like this giant (laughs) pregnant lady who's dragging her child out McDonald's screaming at someone to hold the door for me what are the keywords i'm going to search it just in case oh, wait, <laughs> to the door. i am so grateful that i had a typical kid first because at least i had a second pair he could oh, at least like carry door. he could carry something hold the door yeah. do well, something. That was the thing i had the drinks and my purse and i finally just like ditched the drinks i'm like i don't have enough hands oh, for this we're yeah. leaving the drinks but i learned over time for him he's really great at like a routine so if you bring a snack for him it's like it has to be something like gummies or something like that and you're like here's your snack you get to open it when we get into the car when you get in your car seat I will open your snack cheeks in we're opening your snack so now that's kind of our system to leave places and he is so much oh my god it's amazing but now we're having the opposite problem with our daughter because she can't or like it's so hard she can't it transfers to her so she doesn't know when we're leaving places she hasn't picked up on the cues of that yet so we're starting Mm -hmm. plus she just hasn't been out in public as much as him because we've been locked up so much so it's harder for her to comprehend that situation but is she okay oh. entering places? Nora reminds me a lot of Jesse and he, yeah. we would literally stand outside a place for 30 plus minutes. Yeah. 
because he would freak out about going into a new place. Like I, I know now that it was probably anxiety. He just didn't know. He's like, yeah. I don't know what's in there. Yeah. And, I, and the whole time we were in there, he'd be trying to get out. He yeah. would find the front door and just try to get out the door. She does that a lot or she'll cover, she does a thing where yeah. she covers her ear when we walk into a place with her fists because she is unfamiliar with it the territory or whatever but with the bolt Celie used to do that and she so like she protected her fingers so like yeah after sensory seeking her little fingers would go in like mitts and then she would do these things with the clubs and do yeah that. yep that's what Nora does covers her ears I just think that for the four of us it's just like so yeah. so hard to it's really 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 hard for us to go out in imagine. public the four of us especially if there's something like that's motivating them to want to be fixated on a two-seater wagon yeah yeah straps when we we used to have the double car our stroller where nixon could it's the one where you can stand in the back and then nora was in the front and he always like turned his feet around and tucked them in so he was actually in like they were both strapped in it was excellent but uh he's too heavy for it (laughs) and nora's too big for it too yeah so I still have the double stroller because I just I I do too (laughs) yeah I do too we still have it too I don't know going out and about is something we've learned we also carry mass amounts of stuff motivating stuff like sensory toys in the bag sunscreen because we live in Arizona you got to put the sunscreen on especially they're very pasty white mother (laughs) snacks you know our daughter's still in pull-ups the whole gamut of crap I find that like we would always have to have a plan A, a plan B, mm-hmm. and a plan C. And and that's just kind of like how we got through some of the hard stuff where sometimes we would have, my husband would be there to, know, he'd be the person that would be like, I'll take her out if I need to take her out. Or sometimes we did two cars, even though it sounds crazy. Sometimes if it was something that like, you know, because it's hard on the other kids. We are a family of three and we take two cars sometimes. Yeah, always. If I left because, because like if we're somewhere, say we're at a cookout or some kind of family gathering, something mm-hmm. fun where like the other kids are going to want to stay it's just not fair to them to drag them out either or like she'd go to their dance recitals which is you know that's a big ask for an autistic person really but we'd have my husband we'd have my dad sometimes my dad would take her out and let her walk around like whatever it was and then year after year she knew what to expect she was able to do it I mean she's able to go to dance competitions my husband can't even go to dance competitions like <laughs> <laughs> you like literally can't and she does good she claps she stays you know she stays relatively quiet I mean we give her snacks and the only thing sometimes is like when you leave and come back she's like uh-uh, we're done <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. done back to the hotel yeah. you know for the longest time Kaya would not go through unfamiliar doors so anywhere if we went anywhere that she wasn't familiar with she would bear down and there was no getting her through those doors so that was a challenge for myself. I, I've said it to Rachel before. I always feel like I'm still packing for an infant, two iPads, headphones, all the snacks, you know, whatever it needs to be. It, you can't, I don't, we don't just get to pick up and leave. It's literally taking a bag, but for us going in the community has changed drastically. Jamie, I like you never used to ask for help or ask for any kind of concessions, but now I have no problem being like, hey, you need, can you please turn your music down? I need a booth away from people. I mean, I'm pretty specific about when we go out and not because, and I read this somewhere, not because I'm expecting special treatment, but she just, she needs these things to be successful. She can't yeah. have the music blaring. And, and I tend to take her to the same places. So people kind of get to know us. 
And so it's a little bit easier with that. Like we walked into a restaurant last week and the, the hostess remembered, we're going to put you in the same booth. And I know we need to turn the music down. And she Aww. just instinctively knew because we've been in there so many times, but I used to dread um, I am a single parent. So anytime I take my daughter out, I am by myself. I have no extra set of hands. So it's like, I had to figure it out. I had no choice. There was, there was just nobody. It was just us going out with her because she wouldn't go again through doors. She didn't know, you know, the grocery store, the lights, the sound, the carts, all of it. It was very hard to even do a grocery shop. But for anyone that is in that same boat, I can say that consistency is key. Yeah. Um, and to keep sad. trying because eventually it does get easier. My daughter is dancing right now to Jojo Sawa, um, <laughs> is a restaurant queen. I mean, she has, I love, she orders her own dinner now or her own lunch. And so that's gotten easier, but there was a time I couldn't take her to a restaurant. She would scream bloody murder. It was awful for everybody involved, you know? And I do think of other people in those situations because they're there as well, but we just kept doing it. Grocery stores, the mall, anywhere I could take her that was just getting her out into places and like I the said, key I have no- too, if you have the ability to prep and Jen, I know you do this, like it's to go at the 3 PM. Oh yeah. yeah. We do that. The 11 AM, the yeah. 7 AM. Right. Yeah. When they I, open, leave yeah. when the people start flooding in. Yeah. We do that yeah. if we go any place. But I'm also a guy, believe it or not, I like to be prepared with those kind of things. So I always try to, you know, scope it out first. Like I said, I literally get up or well, whatever really she needs. Yeah, it's really like, and I think we understand this is that we are trying to ask our kids to be in a place that's uncomfortable for them or for, you know, like they're overwhelmed. I wouldn't want to continually be in a place that is unfamiliar that I don't understand or that's too loud or too shiny or has well that you know all the, you know. the experts and autistic adults and all of these people that have done videos that have talked about what it's like being in the community they say everything is coming at them yeah a thousand times more sounds of glasses forks people cutting their food all yeah. of those things like rachel said music playing fans going all of the things I would have never thought about I hear them now and yeah. I cringe because I'm yeah. like oh lady you have to scrape your plate like that like yeah. you know like come on I lady know. pick up your friggin' fork kind of thing oh, and I hear those things now seven. I get the movies I'm like why are the movies so loud uh, yeah <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes I feel like there's this hypervigilance that we've talked a lot about probably on our tired AF episode or all these other things, but it's like, you get so keyed up, especially when going out and about, like I have to be ready. Celie feels like she's hit by a car when a car drives near us and whatever the, her perception of near is, is like, yet she runs towards the street. These are complicated things. And like, just to go back a skosh as I'm listening to all of you guys, it's like the choice isn't necessarily there right now for us to continue to build on being in the community, these skills without giving her her own space where she's literally comfortable to be in that she can retreat to like the wheelchair we're ordering has the deepest canopy because I by happenstance, like lusted over this mini city stroller. I'm telling you, we had the first birth mom packet out in our adoption plan. And I was like, I get my stroller. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a mom. It was like the first big purchase. That thing had us like a canopy to the navel. We get the Disney every time. Yeah. Perfect. 
it's perfect. But that's at the standard. Now I'm supposed to use some umbrella stroller to help my child out. No. <laughs> and then she's like a five-year-old that I wears a size women's medium clothes for a hot minute there. You can't put that in an umbrella stroller. We need something to keep her really tight as well. Like it's just so many. Well, I also did for a period of time and I did it. We went to Disney first because Kaya's dad's like, you turn around for one second in Disney, she's gone. So I got uh, like a harness for her, which I got a lot of judgment on having her on a harness. Like the lady walking through Disney said, don't you think she's a little old for that? I said, don't you think you should mind your bleeping business lady? Because this is the happiest freaking place on earth. And I am not happy right now. I'm not happy. So like the, the judgment that comes from people for having, you know, but it's, it's really just safety. There was a time when I couldn't, I had to keep the doors locked. I had to go out and open the door because she'd open the door and dart. So, you know, it wasn't an option just to let her Now I can, we park, she gets out, she meets me on the side, you know, over time, it's gotten much, much easier, mm-hmm. much easier. Yeah. We have a lot mm-hmm. of issues with seeking too, like with plants and stuff. My kids are so fascinated with like flowers and leaves and ponds and dirt dirt especially Nora like if there's a bunch of flowers near the entrance of something that's going to be a pause well and you have to judge the time too like you can't rush our kids into a place so you have to buffer (laughs) yourself for uh you just pray while they're they're gardening that we don't have a sprinkler (laughs) 10 minute uh, entrance into the building or whatever like god for Bid you have to rush into some place that just turns into a complete disaster zone. But if you can't I make even them wait, you can't like either. Yeah, so can't like wait. you guys, she wouldn't leave a place, and I I hated. I'd be honest with you, I hated taking her anywhere because it was so unenjoyable trying to leave. I mean, she wouldn't leave. Yeah, it was like, come on. Or you know, we'd go early, and then I would I would just start to sweat when people would show up, even at a park, mm-hmm. because I would mm-hmm. go in the bitter mm-hmm. cold morning. Yes. The light was just coming up. Yeah. You know? I would hate when other people would show up. I at would the park. hate when people would show up at the park with their families because yeah. she doesn't have, and she still doesn't. She'll just go up to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has, doesn't have the social really awareness like of people arrive. The What's your name, honey? Yeah. What's your name, honey? <laughs> Good times. Love it. You know, but I, I'm not complaining. We, we can, we go shopping now. So again, anyone listening, my daughter and I go clothes shopping. We go shoe shopping. She's a great little traveler, you know, nails all of, she gets her nails and all of the things that I didn't think we would be able to do in the community in general, she can do now. So it just takes lots of practice and time. And again, asking for accommodations. I have no problem walking to the nail salon and being like, could you please turn that down from here for 20 minutes? Turn it down and you please. learn what works for your kids. Like Nixon's kind of like Jesse where if he has something in his hand like a dinosaur or sensory toy or something then he has an easier time like focusing on what we're doing just by having something in his hands you know you learn tricks over time what works to get them out of places or in places (laughs) does anyone else's kid love laying on the floor wherever you're at jesse lays on every floor i'm like please get up i'm like that's disgusting the walmart floor what are you gonna do freaking roll it like it's a rug like what it is terrible like do you have a shoehorn it's the only thing (laughs) i did the worst and then you're like silly get up I'm like, I will give you any candy. You can buy any candy up right now. If you want Toys R Us, I'm not kidding. Get up right now. She'll end up bribe her and go buy her something to get her out of somewhere. 
Yeah. Yes. And you better hope Alyssa, that place is a she, drive through She wouldn't understand that when she was younger. She have no understanding of that. So it's like, when you don't have that tool, you don't even realize how valuable that is until you can't use it. I mean, I used it with my I, other three kids, but like, <laughs> it would mean nothing to her. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I like, said just on the same episode, Kimmy, I said pre-bribery sucks. And then I thought like, never bribery sucks. So Girl. we can a little bit do it now. Now she understands it. Like when I was trying to get her to do her speech and I was like, do you want a cupcake? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, do speech. She's like, Ow! But like, <laughs> she, but she like, she understood it. Cause she's like, yeah. I'll just go get one anyways. When he was younger, he did not understand. Even now, sometimes he's like, no, I'm good. Like he's yeah, the most Nixon stubborn person you will ever meet. Yeah. But especially no, when I, he's I've younger. Candy thrown right in my face. Oh, I oh, could yeah. offer him anything. He would have no, he would be like, no, no, I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Celie, her motivator is not necessarily a bribe because she's like, whatever, you know, there are not mermaids on that car ride. Cause we lie. We lie. At Flanaville, we lie. We're like, oh God, <laughs> they lie. just called. There's been a sighting in the lake. We got to get in the car and go cruising and see if there's any lake mermaids trolling today. We never have found one, you know, like on the rides that she is on. So that does not work. We have to challenge her. It's like, oh, I bet you'll never put your cakes in the car in five seconds. You can't. Only 13-year-olds can do that. And then she'll be like, but if you start counting without this tomfoolery beforehand, that drops it like it's hot too, right down on the bed, like roll it like a manatee rug. (laughs) <laughs> or I think all of our children say, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like, no, thank you. Kimmy doesn't say the name in case she's close by. Mine will, she'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Jesse Nixon that says too. that too. <laughs> I get no, thank you. Or, of those words. or the triple no's. No, 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 no. Like you can just yeah. say it once. You can say it one time. <laughs> First time. Yeah. Hey, my typical sure. child just says, leave me alone. I get I keep feeling like I should it. teach Celie to say, all right, all right, all right, or something. Because, yeah, something like, cute. Yeah, thank yeah. you. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> something to take McCartney. away. I mean, Alyssa non-verbally will tell you because she'll point with her whole hand and go point to the door and go ah. It's like she don't need yeah. words to get her point across. I'm like, oh, you want me to leave? And then she's like, yes. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I think the takeaway is it gets easier, right? It yes. does. You just keep trying eventually learn the tricks and what works for them and ask for help don't be afraid to ask and then it'll change all else fails i wish you luck shout out the guy to open the freaking door open the door grab the damn purse grab the damn purse yes oh all right good night everybody thank you for joining us we will see you next time This is how we do it. Thank you for joining us at the table for the second episode of our sixth series, This Is How We Do It. If you are enjoying the podcast and listen on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate if you could rate and review us. You can also leave a review on our Facebook page. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also email us at tableforfivepodcasts at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. Make sure to join us next week for episode three about how we do communication. We can't wait to sit with you again and we'll see you very soon.